Hey everybody, it's TJ from the Nashville Wine Duo, and I want to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me tell you why. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listing platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So if you're interested, check out anchor.fm for more information. What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. Cheers. Cheers. It's podcast time. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much for the people that have listened and um, sent us just some really sweet messages and left comments. And um, But yeah, we've gotten messages up, like on the Instagram and on the Facebook. It's just been very positive feedback overall, I would say. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, we really appreciate the support. And the best thing you can do is like the podcast and rate it good and subscribe. And that helps us keep going and gives us the energy we need. Yeah. But either way, we're just going to keep doing this. We said oh, yeah. we from the beginning, we want to do this for fun. Just the same reason we started the Instagram. So whatever happens, happens. We're just happy to have this be another outlet. That yeah. We can... But the support has been really, really cool. The support's been great. And yep. um, yeah, so we appreciate you listening. Um yeah, so we are drinking a Sincere today. Uh, we're going to spend part of the podcast talking about um, spring and summer wines that we like. Um, and then we also wanted to go into just some places that we like to visit as well. Um, but yeah, we're currently in our new podcast space. Wanna... <laughs> the, the wine cellar. The wine cellar, as someone told give, us we should call it. <laughs> Yuma Johnny props for that. Yeah. Coming up with that. It AKA... could be. <laughs> Felix's yeah. toilet room. Yeah, okay, yeah. But it's also like, so it used to be, you know, we think it used to be a garage. Right. We live in like a ranch style home. Um, we live in Franklin, Tennessee. We live in like an older, what, when do you think this neighborhood was built? I don't know, 70s, 80s? Houses have like a 70s kind of vibe. 70s, I know this one was built in the 80s. But. Yeah, but we love it. Um, it gets, Some of the stuff had all been updated when we had moved in, so... Um, yeah, it's a great it's a great house, a great neighborhood. We love the area. We love Franklin, Tennessee, for sure. Yeah, um, and I like not having stairs. I like it all being one level. You sound like an old person. I know. I like not having stairs. I do. To climb but, up but there is sob. There is stairs to come down into this room. So yeah, it definitely used to be a garage. You can tell, but now it has carpet. And what, like they obviously insulated the walls, right? Yeah, they put walls up and windows and yeah. Uh, we have our laundry room down here and then we have just a place to chill, watch TV. Yeah, couch. we have a little couch and a TV. Yeah. Um, but we set up a desk down here. Our podcast area. Yeah, our podcast area. With our wine cellar. But yeah, it was funny because when we were doing this, um, uh, Felix would just come down like staring at me and I don't know, he's just crazy. And I was going to tell the story about like, how we got him just because it's kind of funny so who's felix so for felix, people that don't know who felix, felix is, is our he's a tabby cat yes <laughs> you should know you're the one that picked him out yes yes he's a tabby cat um and we got him two years ago we got him two years old yep. yeah he's two years old we got him like a couple weeks after we got married his original name on his 
tag Dodo. was Dodo, yeah. which suits him really well, yeah. I think. So randomly, you know, I grew up always wanting a cat. My parents, my whole family was allergic, so we could never have one. And um, so I knew growing up, I was like, this is something I'm like determined to do. And then when we got married, um, you know, TJ, he's like, what's cool about him is like, he's, he's an easygoing guy. Like, I don't know if you express something to him that like, I feel like that I'm like really interested or I want, he's like, go for it. Like, he's not one to like, just be like, turn me down. I mean, we'll talk about things obviously. Yeah. But if it's something that, you know, I will, I will really enjoy. I feel like if you're. If it makes sense and you'll enjoy it, then I'm pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty chill about it. Yeah. I would, I, I appreciate that. No. Oh. So I was like, okay, me and this guy, we just got married, and he seems like he would be okay with me eating a cat. Because um, he has an older dog named Ryobi that he's had for how many years? 14 years. 14 years. And Ryobi's like the sweetest dog ever. Old soul. Old soul. And um, I don't know, we were kind of feeling like he was lonely, too. Yeah. Um, so, what you You say? brought up the idea that it could kind of rejuvenate. Yeah. Put a little spark under Ryobi's. Yeah. Because one day I was just like randomly, I'm like, okay, I just, I really want to go get a cat. And I'm very sporadic. I'm more like, okay, I think about something and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go do it. And Ryobi loves other pets. He like does. Many times he sees people or other dogs or anything. He's yeah. pretty, I mean, he's Unless it's so. like a little puppy. I think that would kind of annoy him because well, yeah. he's old and yeah. he doesn't want to be like played with. But um, cats are just a different temperament. But yeah, so like I decided to go to... Petco and I knew I'd seen animals there before so I went in there I went in the little cat area and I'm looking at all the cats and then there's this guy in there he's like younger skinny with like a beanie on kind of long hair and um he looked at me and he was like well hey and I was like hey and he's like I'm buying like all these cats today like as gifts and I was like what like for one I've never I'm like who buys like six cats as a gift nobody and I, yeah and i was like okay and i was looking at felix and he was like well yeah and i'm buying that one that's going to be one of the gifts and i was like oh and so i kind of just like sat back and later on i've told people the story and they were like petco would never have sold this guy six cats, six cats. that's not what they would not be okay so you know i'm looking and then the waiting for a person to come in and then the guy he's like hey you know like i decided i'm not going to give that one like as a gift today so you could have that one and i was like great <laughs> So, you know, Felix, he was the first one that kind of like came up and like was paying attention to me and he was just really cute and I called TJ and then he was like, okay. And so, but they made it really easy for you. So I highly recommend Petco because they are rescued animals mm -hmm. and I can confirm this from someone I know that worked at Petco. She was a general manager and they give them all their shots. He was, you know, fixed and they, they have a worker there, like help set you up with like a whole kit to like take it home. They like tell you all the things that you need. Uh -huh. So like they show you the right cat food. They get you like, they walk you through the store. Yeah. So all in all, I walked out of there with everything for, I think it was like a little over $200. So I think that that's not bad considering everything. And he already was litter trained. Like he knew immediately how to use the bathroom. He's yeah. never, he's never gone to the bathroom in the house. No, he'd be gone if he did. Babe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's how we got Felix and he loved him and the dog get along so well like from the beginning they've mm -hmm. loved each other and it's been really sweet to see like their buddies their buddies sure. they play i mean he whines when when the dog goes outside of the bathroom he just cries by the door and yeah. they have a they have a special they relationship. have a special bond just like you and felix have a special bond yeah don't yes. you we do yeah you and I, we do he does it he kind of you know 
He'll try to play and like attack my feet sometimes and And attack meaning attack. No. Not no, he never left like scars or anything like no, that. No, just scratches. Yeah, but he never like not like viciously attacked me. Like some people have been viciously attacked by cats. Right. He's never this done that. One is, no, it's just you sound like you're in an abusive relationship. No. Justifying his actions. He he's playing and you've even said that. You've been like he's he's playful. Most of the time. And honestly, you would probably admit that I antagonize it. Hundred yeah. percent, you antagonize. I agree. You I, get what you. you I get poke, what you get. I poke him a lot. Yeah. I. You I think I've the kind hell of, of. I think I've actually kind of created some of this behavior that he does. I agree. And, and I, I think it's big that it. I admit that. Yeah, I think it's huge. Props like I'm, to you. I'm not. I'm not blaming it all on the cat. I'm blaming it on myself too. I just want you to take responsibility for that. Yeah. So, so I do. Good. I do poke him. I do like he's kind of when, he, when he's especially resting. when he's sleeping. I yeah. kind of like bother him, so it's right. like I kind of get. Would you do the same thing to me too? Yeah, I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's kind of how I am. I like to bug. Nose. I like to annoy yeah. and bug. Yeah. And you do. You handle it really well, though. You don't handle it. You just kind of sit there sometimes. Well, I've been living with it for a while now, yeah. so. <laughs> but that's the story of Felix, and we, you know, I love him, and yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, getting into the wine portion of this. So. Well, it's springtime. Mm-hmm. You know, the day, first day of spring was a few days ago. Yeah. So we're kind of in that vibe of sunshine and warmer weather. And Nashville's yeah. had some really nice days, even though this week's been a little off and on. But yeah. we're ready for spring and white wines mm-hmm. nice chilled whites and rosés and um bubblies well we do bubblies, yeah, all, we do bubblies long, but, all the time but it yeah. is i don't but even... we're just get, we're in the mood like you know it's it's it mm-hmm. just feels like it's it's time yeah and we're ready yeah coming out of winter everybody's just you can just tell everybody's jonesing for nice weather to be mm-hmm. out in the sun mm-hmm. so that's where we're at with our wine right so. yeah and nothing's better than like it being warm and drinking cold mm-hmm. so i would you say you do you still like to have reds in the summer? I mean, I know we yeah. drank reds in the summer, but I think it's different. If I'm sitting inside and I'm in air conditioning, I don't mind having reds. If I'm sitting outside though and it's hot, or I, I tend to drink whites and rosés, I would say. But I still enjoy reds during the during the summertime for sure. If I'm inside, would you say? I mean. Do you think there's like more like reds, like a certain varietal that you would prefer more in the warmer weather than other reds? Well, I would say that even if I was sitting outside, I would probably want something a little lighter if it was a red, like a, you know, like a light Pinot Noir mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, something s- smooth and easy drinking, like, I don't know, even like a Gamay or mm-hmm. um, something like that. Something that it was, it was very smooth, drinkable, not a lot of tannins and very bold and big. I'd save that for later inside the house if we were watching TV, having some food or yeah. watching TV or something. But if I'm outside, I want something that's really drinkable and light. Yeah. Um, well, but. and I don't know how other people feel, but I think there's almost kind of something fun about drinking seasonally. Like, I, I agree with you. I still think that drinking like a light, like a light red is still really nice. Yeah. And even you know, having Beaujolais, it, like yeah. a nice Beaujolais mm-hmm. chilled, slightly having chilled. Having it being a little chilled. Yep. Um, but even on those, you know, spring, summer nights when it's a little cooler, having that, you know, like yeah. is nice. But I think there's something fun about seasons and mm-hmm. even like seasons with wine. It's like, okay, like you go through like 
the summer and it's really hot in the spring and it's warmer and then you kind of when fall turns around you start to get excited about cabs again oh yeah drinking cabs by the fire outside yeah or something. so i don't know i think there's something special about even like taking a break from certain varietals yeah. for a while and then you kind of yeah too. you appreciate it more you get it's more like food like them. you're not eating hot soups really during the summertime but yeah. as soon as fall hits Everybody wants yeah, soups everybody and wants hearty soups stuff, and, and yeah. so it's like eating or drinking to the seasons, for totally. sure. Yeah, and I do think that that's what, you know, summer and spring wines are all about. Like, you want something very, like, light, and you want to eat, you know, you want to grill out. You want to um, eat lighter foods. Like, you want to eat salads more, pasta salads, mm-hmm. like, that kind of food that you want to eat outside when it's colder, you know, like, so these... Wines like that are just perfect to enjoy. Like, yeah, for sure. All around. I don't know. It's your time to take a break from like eating so heavy over all the winter and just have everything be a little lighter. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. 100%. Yeah, we're going to be talking about like just three today that we think are... Well, four. We four. added a fourth oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did add a fourth one. Did we? Wait, which uh-huh. one was the fourth one? Well, we can start off with it. Maker. Yeah. Maker Canned Wine. Yeah. Who we love and support. We're big fans of. And you probably, if you follow us on Instagram... You have uh, seen us drink it and, and uh, shout them out and promote them. But it's it's a premium canned wine. Um, these lovely ladies in California started a company named Maker. Mm-hmm. And they work with real small um, winemakers and vineyards. And they produce some awesome mm-hmm. premium tasting canned wine. Yeah, I'm talking like Merlot and Zin that you wouldn't even know came out of a can. True. They taste like they like you poured the bottle and you're sipping it. Um, just phenomenal. Um, There's some interesting varietals too. Oh yeah, sparkling Sauvignon Blanc and mm-hmm. um, sparkling Rosé, mm-hmm. um, Grenache, Cab, Pfeffer. Um, mm-hmm. What else have we tried? Um, just just awesome, awesome varietals, and they Grenache. are doing some some killer things in the wine industry. So we support them wholeheartedly. But we got a message yesterday from one of our followers on Instagram and she wanted to buy some of the Maker canned wines because she said she didn't want to commit to a bottle of wine every night. It was just her drinking. Yeah. And she thought the the can of wine would be a good way to, you know, have a have the wine but not commit herself to a whole bottle. Yeah. And so I told Kels, I was like, we need to talk about you know, that. Tell more. tell people that. Like you don't have to, you know, com- commit to a whole bottle. And that's where, if it's really good canned wine, you can commit to a, a little can and pour yourself a glass and call it a day if that's what you want to do. So yeah. uh, we promote, like I just said, Maker's so good. It really is. Um, and I, I've talked to, like, my sister, she's a big fan of canned wine. And she was trying to, like, talk me, like, ask me, like, which one's in the grocery store. And I'm not going to say, like, you know, which ones I don't think are good or which ones I think are bad. But to be totally honest, I do think that Maker is better than anything you could find, like, at your average grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they really are. It really is a premium product, and they say that. And I love that yeah. they are promoting, like, small, you know, smaller vineyards, and they're making small batches. And, and they're working with a lot of female winemakers, too, A lot of female winemakers. A small percentage yeah. in the industry. Well, not all small vineyards. I mean, just, like, just ones that, you know, are unique and... They're sustainably farmed yeah. and, you know, um, you're going with wine that it's not gimmicky. Right. Like, I feel like a lot of the, um, some of the canned wines can try to be really gimmicky, especially with, like, trying to just only promote, like, the low-cal or, like, the low-sugar. And, there, again, there's nothing wrong with that or drinking that, but yeah. um, I do think it's cool that you can find, like, this can that is a premium can product, you know? Right. 
Well, I think, um, I think canned wine is such a novelty and it. Like they're trying to break the mold. Or, I would and, agree. Like, the, comp, the, the mindset of like, this is wine in a can and it's still really good. I think they're, they're having that struggle of trying to convince people like you can still have really good wine that comes out of a can. Yeah. Just like the seltzer world is kind of, you yeah. know, some of those get real gimmicky and they're trying uh-huh. to sell them. Yeah. Um, I think canned wine is in that, that field too, but. I agree with you. I think they're trying to break the mold of like, because people kind of think, oh, canned wine, it's good, but it's not going to be as good as a bottle. And right. I think that they're trying to like show like, no, like this can be as good as like wine in a bottle. Yes, like, definitely. Um, yeah. And they are really good. Like the sparkling Sauvignon Blanc was so good. So good. It was amazing. Yeah. What was the other? Didn't we try another one recently? Was it, was it, was it a Pinot? It wasn't a Pinot Grigio. They had a rosé, sparkling rosé. Um, it was like a... It was a really unique varietal. Yeah. We have the card. We, have, we, have, the we have the card. But um, anyway, try Maker, all that to say. Um, you can go to maker.com. Or, and we have a discount code. Yeah. Nashville Duo. Nashville and you get 15% Duo. You get 15% off. off. Um, so, yeah. But yeah. that that's one of the first ones we wanted to talk we about. We drink that all summer long, for sure. Outside. Yeah. Outside, the they're pool. great because like, we like to go outside outdoors and like we like to do you know hiking and stuff. And yep. Have a little picnic and, you know, yeah, obviously you don't want to drink a whole bottle of wine while you're doing that, but having like sharing a can or each having mm-hmm. a can, it's kind of fun. Yep. You know? So like Kel said in the beginning, we're drinking a Sincere right now. Mm-hmm. And um, if you ever... Sincere, Sincere. Sincere. Yeah. You said it right. I'm just saying some people say it different. Sincere. It'd be interesting to have a fr- hear a French person say it. Well, I'm Ludovic. not French. Yeah. I would, I, I would. I botched it. Yeah. It's okay. I botched a lot of no, these. No, Sincere I think. Yeah. Sincere. Yeah. Um... But if you can ever put get your hands on a Sincere, we saw one at Costco the other day. We were there, and Costco has one for fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you so can good. find them at you know wine shops. That's um, the Kirkland one at Costco. That's the Kirkland one. Yeah, yeah. Trader Joe's has them. One for fourteen ninety nine. That's the one, one we're drinking 17. right now. Seventeen ninety nine. Yep. And um, but you can find them at a wine shop for probably I'd say twenty to thirty dollars, depending on yeah what it is and what brand or whatever. But this one from Trader Joe's is fourteen ninety nine. And we have drank this bottle before. Absolutely love it. Um, the winemaker that does this wine from Trader Joe's for $14.99 is a 14th generation winemaker um, that Trader Joe's, uh, the wine buyer, met personally in 2009 and has struck up a relationship. You said 14 generations? 14th. 14? Generation winemaker. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and where this uh, the family that does this wine in general mm-hmm. started in 1550. That's where this wine has like Dang. its history. Yeah. So the winemaker. That's crazy. The the um, the Reverend family has been in the wine business since 1550. That's just mind blowing. That is mind blowing. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this comes from the Lower Valley, and. Um, Thus, it's in the Sensier region, which is a wine region in the Loire Valley. Um, and it's primarily known for Sauvignon Blanc. So anytime you see Sensier, it's going to be Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. Um, although they do dabble in Pinot Noir as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, most of the Sauvignon Blancs are, there's no uh, malactic fermentation and uh, no oak. Uh, so these are just real crisp. And citrusy, yeah, and um, this is so perfect good. for it's, summer. Seriously, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be like pinches, uh, hints of peach mm. and pear. Um, I love it. Which it's just a great, great spring summer wine. 
great on its own. Like seriously, it's actually one of those white wines that you can drink. You're like, I could drink this slow. Oh yeah, get some this mineral like so good. characteristics in it. Yeah. So um, yeah, just people do get confused about that though, that, you know, old world wines, a lot of the time, they will just have like the region where they're from versus new world wines. So wines that are, you know, coming out of California and stuff, it'll clearly label like this is a Sauvignon Blanc. Old world wines usually have the region. So that's mm -hmm. Sancerre is Sauvignon Blanc. So people are like, oh, it's a Sancerre if, they, if they're not familiar with it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's kind of the cream of the crop when it comes to Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this one I forgot to say is, is a state grown and produced too. Which oh, is cool. Very, very cool. That means yeah. everything's happening they're on the Right estate. there. Like they're not like growing the grapes and then they're sending them somewhere. Them order, which everything. is okay, but yeah. I mean, it's it's just, this is really cool that it's all done right, right there, there on the estate. Yeah. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's amazing and really cool that you can get that at Trader Joe's. And we know from being there, um, the, uh, the person that's writing the wine order at our store right now ordered a crap ton of this stuff. Yes. At the Green Hills location in Nashville. Yep. She ordered so many cases. So I'm like, good good for you. Because yeah, but it's selling. He, but no, well, that's what I mean. I'm happy she did that Sell because like I'm like, people want people it. People love it. Um, yeah. What do you got? I, the other spring summer wine that we chose. Um, so the other one we chose was Lambrusco. And we tried this for the first time, I want to say like two years ago. Um, but this is a, it's one of the best selling wines actually in the world. Um, it's slightly, it's a slightly sparkling red and it's kind of fruity and it's fresh. Um, it's got bubbles, like little fine bubbles in it. Um, and they're obtained, actually, they're made with from natural um, and traditional fermentation processes. So just all natural fermentation, which is pretty so cool. So they put it in the bottle. Yeah. And it does and like let it ferment. Yeah. Um, so it's grown in the Amelia, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Romagna. <laughs> the... Um, it's the gourmet region of Italy. It's famous for balsamic vinegar, Parmesan cheese, prosciutto, and pasta. So that's a great region. So I'd like to be yeah, it's, right it's smack dab it's in that North region. Italy, and I know I pronounce it wrong because I can't again speak Italian. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's, for effort though. It's fruity. Um, I like that it's got the bubbles in it. This is like again like, it's it's a red one. So like this is one that it's if you're gonna go for a red, but it, it gotta know that it's fruit. It's fruity. Mm -hmm. Fruity, not sweet. Fruity. Yeah. Um, it's so refreshing, though. We love this. We had it for, um, like we have it for brunch. Mm -hmm. You put a slight, you know, keep it slightly yeah. chilled. Um, definitely get a lot of strawberries. It's lower in um, alcohol, too. So it's like only like an 8.5. So drinking it earlier in the day, you're not going to feel like, you know, it's not heavy. It's not yeah. super, you're not going to get sloshed from it or anything like that. Yeah, I think Lambruscos tend to stay in that 8 to uh, 10, yeah. 11 range normally. I think they're pretty low. But it's meant to be, um, yeah, it's meant to be served chilled. Um, and it's great with like charcuterie. It's great because that, that's a little bit of that fruity mm -hmm. playing off of like salty. Yeah. So this would be an amazing option for like a charcuterie board. And yeah. we know everyone's real into charcuterie boards now. Yeah. So, and this one's only $5.99. Trader Joe's. Yes, it's $5.99 yeah. and it's so good. I'm like, oh, it's crazy. Yep. So, um, and then here, here's the third one we yes. want to talk about. Yes, so we picked, we love rosés. And we have people, we've met a lot of people that have this misconception that rosés are sweet. Yeah. And I don't know where that started or where that, what the, you know, well, we how that came about. Maybe it comes from people confusing white zins with rosés. Yeah. But if for the people that have tried a rosé, I don't understand why they would say it's sweet because the majority of rosés are not going to be sweet. I think it's just the color, really. I do. Yeah. I think people like think, oh, it's pink. It's sweet. Right. 
So we picked this uh, at Trader Joe's. They they have la, la again we'll botch the French, but Las Portes de Bordeaux. Uh -huh. That's not is, that bad. You said it pretty good. They have a white uh, rosé, and they also have a Bordeaux. Oh yeah, they uh, have three. The we have three too. that we carry. And yeah. they all, the labels all kind of look the same. Yeah, and I think they the price might have gone up. It might be like eight forty nine. Something think, like now, that, right? Something like that. Yeah. But um, this is a dry rosé from France, uh, crisp and dry. Lots of strawberry, red currants. Um, but the very cool thing that I just read about this wine is this uh, wine was selected and blended from one of the biggest chateaus in the Bordeaux Appalachian. So, and I think it's some, like five miles from Castilian La Batille is that, that region. And that region is uh, excellent. Um, and it has high-tech equipment with the experienced hand of the Cardelli family who have been making wine in the Bordeaux region for over four generations. Wow. Which is insane. And I just, again, going back to the Sancerre and now this Bordeaux, like you're tasting wine where these people have been making wine for four generations mm -hmm. and it's coming from this profound region in right. France. So, and you're getting it for right. $8 and 49 So if anybody want, like, is kind of like, why are they so obsessed with Trader Joe's? It's not, it's not even because we work there. We're honestly like, we're not that like obsessed with our jobs. We like our job. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we really, when we started learning about the wines and like doing the research on the wines, this like, how could you not be like just blown away by the fact that you can drink a, a 14th generation, a fourth generation People have been making wine for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. How could you not be like amazed that you can get a bottle like that for under like fourteen and under? Like yeah. that's that's mind blowing. Like you can get good wine, and I talk to our customers about this all the time. That just buy a ton of our wine. They know they're like, I'm not sacrificing quality for the price, and right. I mean that's why we get most of our wine there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, this Bordeaux is 80% uh, Cab Franc, 10% Cab Sauve, and 10% Merlot. Mm. Um, so again, they make the rosé with red, you know, grapes. Yeah. And that's how they get the uh, the flavor and everything like that. But it's light and crisp and um, be perfect with like some salmon, um, stuff like that. But this, it's just a perfect rosé, and now knowing the back history of it, it makes, makes me you more appreciate impressed it more. with uh, yeah. just what Trader Joe's is able to get their hands on, and they have such an incredible relationship with these winemakers. Oh, I'm sure. These, I'm, these I'm, vineyards. I bet you they do. They yeah. really do. Well, like I said, one of them was from 2009. Right. That's over Man, 15 I years really ago. Wish whatever that was it is. my like, job. Yeah. To be the wine buyer yeah. for Trader Joe's. Yeah. So those are some wines. I think we picked out four kind of wines to showcase for spring and summer that we absolutely love. Yeah, and, uh, and we'll definitely be talking more. Oh yeah, we always post our, about, our wines about for these. Um, so yeah, we hope that you guys check out some of those: Sancerre, Lambrusco, um, the Les Portes Rosé. Yeah, very good. And maker, maker, maker. Yep. Those are all great options for the, the warmer the weather gets. And then. Um, yeah, we wanted to talk about places to visit also now that it's starting to get warmer. Yeah, so every, I would say, every six months or so, we take our 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 trip to northern Georgia wine country. Typically we do it in the fall or we do it in the spring. Yeah, or sometimes both. Yeah, sometimes both. Um, we did one about six months ago and we already have the itch to go back to see some of our favorite wine people in northern Georgia. Well, why don't you give the background story as to how we first ended up there? Um, we reached out to, I think we found uh, Chateau Alain, 
uh, through Instagram. We first started our page. We were looking around and came across a winemaker that uh, Chateau Alain is in um, Brazelton. Brazelton, Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Yeah. And we reached out to the winemaker there. Just again. We didn't know what we were doing. We, we had were no just, idea. We just started our page. Yeah, we were like, let's just ask people about their wine. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, started uh, came across Simone, mm -hmm. uh, and he is the winemaker for Chateau Alain Wines and um, beautiful resort in Brazelton, Georgia. Gorgeous. Yes. And um, he, we struck up a conversation over IG, and he was like, "Hey, let me send you some wines, you know, to try." And we were like, "What?" Just. Blew us away that he even offered to send us some wines. We didn't even know the guy. I think he was actually one of the first people that he was sent the very us first wine. person. Yeah, very first person. Yeah, and I mean, right away we just felt like he was very humble and nice and like Such a cool just dude. wanted to like, oh, you love wine, I love wine. Like, yep. let's share and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so he's an Italian winemaker, born and raised in Italy. Uh huh. Uh, I guess maybe went before like when around maybe when he was like twenty or something moved to Northern Virginia. To, yeah. To make wine in the U.S. Yeah. And then from there came to um, Georgia. So he's an Italian winemaker in Georgia making muscadine wine and all these awesome varietals of wine. And his, his, his thing has just grown leaps and bounds. I mean, he's not even in the same place he was two years ago. Mm -hmm. Dude is so busy and popular and just making some incredible stuff. Um, but that's how our love for northern Georgia wine started. We met him. Fast forward, we went down visited him, yep. talked to him, interviewed him, and um, yeah, and it was just awesome. Great, 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 great experience. Um, like, I don't know, he just was so funny. Like, he was like outgoing and like, I don't know, like, he just cracked us up. Like, hilarious. Hilarious, and then just wanted us to try all of his wine. Like, he had this like, um, what was the one? It was like a pineapple, pineapple oh, brew. Yeah, pineapple sparkling wine. Like he had like made in like Tahiti, Tahiti. or something like yeah. that. He's got his hands all over the place. Yes. Like, um, but this the whole resort. You, did you talk? You talked about you didn't even talk about the renovation yet. Like how they renovated everything. Yeah. yeah. So it used to be kind of like a failing. Like it wasn't like doing well. Right. Or people talked about how the wine wasn't very good. The place didn't look very good. And then a in company must have bought it out. In twenty twelve, Simone came. Came. Changed the whole. He wine. ripped. He ripped up all the vines. And actually planted all muscadine. Yeah. So, and that's not all he makes there. The muscadine kind of funds all of his other projects yeah. that he wants to make. And Simone's probably, we need to talk about Simone on a whole nother. That's yeah, a whole we can talk podcast. about a whole nother thing. Yeah, we will. A whole Anyways, nother, let's do a whole nother yeah, podcast on Simone. A whole Simone. nother po podcast on Simone and... and that, um, all of that. Yeah, because there's just so much, there's so much to say. But um, Chateau Alain, Brazelton, Georgia is one of our favorites. We then met... Um, Cloudland mm -hmm. through Chateau Alain. Right. Sean over and Blessy over at Cloudland. Yes. And then Crane Where, Creek. And where's Cloudland at? Right outside Brazelton. 10 okay, minutes yeah. away. Yeah, so if you went to Chateau Alain, uh, Cloudland is yep. within 20 minutes, so yep. you can go to each of those. And then from there, we uh, met Crane Creek. Yes. Peter. Didn't the people from Cloudland told us about, told us about Crane, Crane Creek? Crane Creek. And yep. Crane Creek's in Young Harris. Young so Harris, it's kind Georgia. of a different area. But um, the main thing we wanted to say with all this is like people that are in you know nashville a lot of the time they go down to you'll know you'll go to like 30a or which is great like we love the beach um but people just don't know that there's this like really great wine scene in georgia and right. it's it's good wine like oh, we fell in love with really it. good wine we haven't really i mean we're still kind of discovering in tennessee um our favorite so far here has been beach haven mm -hmm. out of the wineries we've visited 
but we really feel like Georgia has like so much to offer and you can get there like young Harris you can go to Crane Creek it's four hours Crane Creek yeah and the drive is beautiful, beautiful. like yep. you drive along the Ocoee River it's yep. so pretty it's a beautiful drive um but every place we've gone I mean this could be another podcast too just to talk just about Georgia yeah, just about Georgia uh, but we'll get into it more again but we just want you guys to know um yeah that Georgia is an excellent place Dahlonega Yep. In Georgia, Another wine region, Young Northern Harris, Georgia, Brazelton. All within yeah. four to five hours of Nashville. Yeah. Easy drive, beautiful weekend. And the wine is good. Incredible. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, so any questions, please message us on our Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Or on we our can websites. give you like even options of like places like to that are good to stay. Yep. Um, you know, the good wines to try if you wanted to visit any of these places. Yep. But for sure. It's very very accessible to travel to different wineries and it's, mm -hmm. it was just i don't know we fought we fell in love with it yep. so we wanted to share that with you guys we're planning our next trip we're probably planning our next trip. month or two probably so. the next month or two <laughs> <laughs> yeah so well we appreciate you yeah. all for listening we're going to wrap this up and finish our wine yes but please keep sharing the podcast like it and uh subscribe to it give us good reviews so we can keep doing this thing and uh yeah cheers baby cheers